Welcome back, everybody. Um, this is the City Boys Pod. Um, this is Akron City Lee. Boy, City Boy. <laughs> um, everybody's favorite co-host is back today, Mr. Staten Kent himself. Staten, how are you doing? How was your uh, last? Yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm doing awesome, man. Oh, sorry to cut you off, man. I'm just, just doing great. Sorry, I um, missed you guys last week or so. Um, I had my boy Joseph you know, take over the spot real quick. Uh, shout out to his podcast, uh, Fearless Leader, Fearless Mentor, my bad, Fearless Mentor podcast. Um, but no, he did an awesome job of watching, you know, uh, just cover for us, man. The guy's a really deep guy, man, really intellectual. Um, definitely been, lived a lot of lives, been a lot of places, so definitely a great guy. We're And um, yeah, we're hoping to have him back on the show or, you know, another episode. So yeah. So what yeah. you act, man, was like, dude. <laughs> <clears throat> excuse me um yeah without further ado let's get into things a big thank you to joseph again uh for being on our last episode and, and kind of co-hosting with me that was awesome uh like staten said he's mm-hmm. he's definitely uh done a lot experienced a lot especially in the nature world so shout out to him for giving us all that good insight and you know switching things up uh from the sports world and, and really taking a dive deeper with you know getting out of our comfort zone uh, among other things so that was that was an awesome episode uh, so big thank you again and go follow at the fearless mentor podcast uh, on Instagram, Spotify, and uh, Apple. Um, so first things first here, you know, just kind of want to get into the sports segment side of things. Um, I guess let's let's go ahead and take a dive here into the NFL. Um, so last week, it's no secret, my guy, Houston's guy, who we hope to be one day leading us to the promised land. CJ Stroud looked a little, eh, you know, I mean, I, here's the thing. He had a lot of critics, a lot of critics that were just dogging him. They were hating on him. They were all, all on him. Keep in mind, he was not playing behind number one, a starting offensive line. I just want to throw that out there. Number two, four pass attempts. We're going to judge a guy's career off four pass attempts. I, I don't know about that. And three, I mean, I will say he looked a little like, you know, uh, I don't want to say the word distraught, but a little shell-shocked just because the Patriots were getting pressure on him. But, uh, I mean, it, it was four pass attempts uh, in two series. So I, I can't really I can't really judge the guy. I think he's going to be a lot better. Moving forward to this week, they're playing the Dolphins in preseason, and he is, uh, you know, going through some joint practices. I know they are together with uh, both teams this week. So that'll be great, great practice, great experience for them and for him. Uh, but as far as the game goes, I, I just I don't think it was great, obviously, but I don't I'm not going to sit here and judge him off that either. I'm not going to sit here and call him a bust like a lot of the, the you know, fans and people that were watching the game and some people even in the, the sports media world were calling him. So my point is, I don't I, I just want to go on the record and say I do not think he's a bust and I do not think we can sit here and judge him off four pass attempts now. He's going to need a better O-line once he gets a start in O-line week one. That'll be a little bit different story. Again, there was no Damian Pierce. It's preseason. Um, and I think once he gets his timing down, he'll be a lot better. But I kind of want to go with what your thoughts on, you know, get your recap on what you saw from him, what you saw from Bryce Young, what you saw from Anthony Richardson. I feel like they all were okay, but none none of them really stood out. Bryce Young probably moved the ball a little bit better than most. Uh, Anthony Richardson also threw a pick very early on as well. So, you know, what are your thoughts? What are, what are your predictions and recap from uh, preseason week one with uh, these young rookies in the NFL? Yeah, man. Um, just playing off what you were saying. Um, 
just to start off with the Texans specifically, CJ Stroud, man, you know, um, I was trying, I was like, man, Mr. Noodle Arms, this, that, and the other. But like I said, like you were saying, man, the old guy only had four passes. And um, he was already playing against the, the Patriots all teams, you know what I mean? Coached by Bill Belichick. So it's kind of like you're sending a rookie out there to go get it done. When you, know, your, you don't have your starting running back. You don't have, you know, a couple of guys out there on your own line. So, you know, I can't just sit there and say that micro size of a performance can just determine, like, how this guy's going to be. Like, we got to give him more time and kind of give him a little more exposure. As far as the rest of the Texans go, I think we have, like, a legit running game. I know our passing games, like, here and there, but, like, our our running game is, like, pretty legit. I think once we get David Pierce back in there um, for a regular season, it's going to be pretty good. Um, our defense is pretty solid. I didn't see a lot from Will Anderson. Um, I don't. I don't think he had like anything like that. But um, our corners look a little, little, little questionable here and there. We got a couple of guys that you know can play, in my opinion. But uh, uh, overall, I think the Texas are kind of just mill ground right now. But like I said, it's just preseason. We're just a really young team, and I think that you know just going in, into Foxborough was it Foxborough? I think they're in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Preseason against yeah, the Patriots. Yeah, you, like yeah. preseason backups, Foxborough, Belichick, rookies. You know, like I'm. This is a micro size to what we're about to see. Yeah, yeah. But um, as far as the other rookies go, Bryce Young, I think he was the best out of the three guys, Richardson and Stroud. Even though they got like basically blown out, 27, 27 zip to the Jets, because you know Jets are a bunch of dogs. You know, everybody trying to trophy chase with uh, Aaron Rodgers and boys over there, you know, so nah, but um, Bryce Bryce Young looks pretty impressive, he looks pretty legit, um, I think he can get there um, move his, who got some wheels just a little bit, throws arm just a little bit, I think just the game that's come to him a little more um, but there's that uh, as far as Anthony Richardson goes, man, he he was my rookie of year pick, man. I, the size was there. The arm strength was there. The running abilities, man, I'm doing 2.0. But I knew he had thrown a pick against uh, – yeah, I was speaking about Bryce Young, but no, it was the Richardson, man. They have played the Bills the other day. Or, yeah, last week we had played the Bills. And um, I know I made a comment about Bryce Young being the best passer, man. I think it was Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson? You're talking about, you're, wait, you're talking about Anthony Richardson, right? You're talking about Anthony Richardson. Yeah, Anthony Richardson. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was saying earlier, no, I was like, oh yeah, Bryce Young, he had the best weekend. Nah, man, Richardson can can fling it around a little bit, you know what I mean? It's just he threw a pick and it's giving like it was that pick touchdown, man. He was giving me like freaking James Winston vibes. Like, man, he's a new 30-30. You know what Steve Navy's saying, man? He'd be like, ah, he gives a new name third for 30. <laughs> But no, he he's legit. He's um he can play a little bit. Um it's just the Colts are kind of in like a really bad position right now. Um with uh Joseph, uh man, uh wanting to demand for a trade, uh, our owner, the series uh, Ursay. Yeah, Ursay uh basically shooting down, being like, Man, we ain't gonna trade you, dog. Come on now. But yeah, they're kind of in an awkward position, and plus they play the Bills all team. So yeah, I, I can't I can't harp too much on all the rookies right now. They're kind of still at on the same level. So as far as that goes, um, but yeah, no. Uh, you asked me earlier about my predictions and opinions right now after this first uh, week of preseason games. Um, 
I have to put the Jets just up a little higher because I didn't know their defense was that legit. Defense is legit. So yeah. I have to stay. I might put them like top five. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm putting Man. them up there. Aaron Rodgers yeah. has moved that needle, hadn't he? Aaron Rodgers has moved that. He hasn't needle. even took a snap yet. As soon as he takes a snap, man, he's gonna really move that needle. I could throw him in there with the Bills and the Chiefs. Like I feel confident enough to say that, and and, and also the uh, Eagles, obviously, you know, yeah, just because uh, they look legit. Aaron Rodgers adds like a new flavor to the whole team. Um, definitely got. Well, yeah, they just signed Dalvin Cook. Yeah, man, having that guy coming out the backfield. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a nasty backfield with Aaron Rodgers, I think, if he can stay healthy. Uh and Dalvin oh, yeah. Cook, uh, you know, assuming health is on both their sides, that is that's gonna be a good backfield. Uh and then you got, you know, obviously that, that defense led by Sauce Gardner, man. He, isn't he crazy? He's already one of the most polarizing stars and in, in the NFL, really. I mean, oh yeah. Sauce is uh, yeah, he's see, gonna be good out there. Yeah, a bunch of guys, man. Don't get me wrong. I'm a fan of Derek Stingley. Uh, Derek Stingley. Uh, sorry, big fan of Sting. Uh, he, he's he's a great corner for the Texans. I hope he's I hope he's you know a lot better in year two and just stays healthy. But only time's gonna tell if we made the better pick or not because Sauce Gardner right now is looking like the guy that we should have picked. Granted, um, we didn't got the opportunity to, and I wish we would have. But Sauce Gardner, um, Sauce Gardner is the guy I wish we would have picked. Um, yeah, without a doubt. Uh, but yeah, Sting, you know, he, he's been great for us. I hope he's, you know, even better in year two. I just, I, I need to see more from him before I crown him the better pick, but I wish we would have picked uh, Sauce Gardner or had the opportunity to rather, um, but neither here nor there. Uh, we'll see. It's going to be a fun, exciting season. Um, I'm a fan of both those guys and I'm a fan of our defense as well. Sting, Jimmy Ward, we're going to have a good defense. I think we're going to have a top 10 defense, believe it or not, obviously because D'Amico is there now. But the Jets look good. The Bills are still there. You got the Chiefs. You got, you know, the Dolphins. I mean, the, the AFC is going to be fun to watch. <laughs> Wait, who'd you say? <laughs> trash. Dolphins, trash. Trash. Sorry. Man, Tr- they're trash. They're going <laughs> to miss Jalen Ramsey for, let's just call oh, it, man, most of the heavy, season. Big time. I mean, he was oh, a yeah. big pickup for that defense. And it's unfortunate that he got hurt because I wanted to see what they could do uh, offensively and defensively uh with with him so it's going to be very interesting to see what they do uh, on the field um but yeah i mean as training camp stands now now that we're pretty far into august who are your top three teams in each conference go top three teams in each conference yeah oh man trying to think Man, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough one. That's a tough one. AFC. Um, man, I got the for the AFC. I got Bills. I gotta put Bills. I got Jets in there. I'm not gonna lie. I gotta just throw the Eagles back in there. Um, the Eagles. Hold on, they're in the NFC. <laughs> oh, AMC, my bad. No, AMC. No, I thought that. Uh, no, no, my fault. My fault. <laughs> I'm just let me finish it, it for is, you. I do this I'm all the a... time. That's my bad. Not my fault. No, um, no, obviously, good. I got the Chiefs. I'm gonna I got the Chiefs. I got Bills. And I got Jets. Okay, okay. I'll second that. 
I'll second that. Yeah. Uh, pretty, pretty confidently. Um, as the NFC goes. Yeah, NFC. Who you got? I th- I want to say the Niners, just because I think they're still legit right now. They still got that good defense. Um, C- CMC is going to be CMC. Uh, Brock Purdy looks pretty good. Um, Who you got after that? I know you got the Eagles. I'll in probably there. just say like that. Yeah, I I was saying the Eagles. Uh, just throw the Eagles back in there. They're Super Bowl, Super Bowl contenders. Um, they got the experience. Jalen Hurts, he has that bag, so it's gonna probably motivate him a little more. Um, I would say it's kind of a toss up in the air to me. Um, because after after Rogers left, it's kind of like that void. Like I used to always say, like, oh man, I got the Green Bay in there for some odd reason. You know what I mean? But I want. I would probably say the Cowboys just because you know I hate to go that route. I want to just say the Cowboys just because because like they're really <laughs> going to stand up. You could possibly say the Rams just because they might be a little better back with Cup with uh, Donald still there. Um, but yeah, man. <laughs> so the Cowboys really because that defense, Michael yeah. Parsons, Dak Prescott. You know I'm they just... got you. They got you uh, fanboying over there. Or what? <laughs> they got me fanboying, but I'm saying. I got the I got it looked up right. I'm trying to look at it and see if any one team pops out to me. And really, it really is just because Rogers dip. I can't see the Vi- the Vikings. Um, you can you can say the Saints just because the Saints are competitive. Hey, Derek Carr, Derek Carr looked good in his first preseason not, game. Know, he looked that's, good. I don't know, that's Derek King good. Carr to you, Derek King Carr. Yeah, I'm telling Derek you, King Carr. <laughs> man, he looked legit. Michael, Michael, Michael Thomas back with uh, Alvin Kamara. Still. I think Michael Thomas gotta, is going to actually want to play football this season. I'm not going to lie. White <laughs> slim boy, slim boy Thomas back. Um, <laughs> yeah, but no, nah, I was sitting here having to think about it just because, like, man, of another team outside of, um, like I said, the Niners and the Eagles. Like, it really is kind of open because you know Brady had retired. This. You know, and then you could throw the Saints in there, but I'm not – the Saints don't have me sold just yet, so. Right. But, yeah, man, what, what's, what's your picks? Well, like I said, I'm going to I'm gonna second you on the AFC, top three right off the back. Obviously, Bills, Chiefs, Jets. Um, that's going to be – it's going to be fun to watch. But in the NFC, <clears throat> I'm going to go a little bit different route here. I'm going to go Eagles number one. I'm going to go Saints – Number three, and at number two, I'm gonna go Dallas. I'm not throwing the Niners in there. I'm gonna go Dallas. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna go Dallas. Right. Best wild card team out of both conferences because they're not winning their division. But <laughs> yeah, uh, that's just my hot take for the NFC. I think it's gonna be great. Um, it'll be honestly, it'll be fun to watch, especially for fantasy coming up here um fantasy reasons it's going to be fun to see how a lot of those teams do uh in each conference respectively um but yeah those are my two hot takes i'm going to be excited to see it um you know closing out our nfl segment here um i do want to touch on the rookies one more time um you know cj stroud we're going to get better look this week especially against the dolphins they're doing those joint practices um and then we're really going to be- get a better look because he's uh, playing against them, I think, on this Saturday, um, the the 19th. So mm-hmm. that, that'll be interesting to see. Uh, we're definitely going to recap that on our next episode, but I want to see how he does with more playing time. So I'm anxious to 
to see if he gets those snaps um, doubled this week. But Bryce Young, I think he's going to be fine. They need to build that defense a little bit more. I know they already got some solid foundation pieces, but um, I think it's going to take him probably a year or two. I mean, Carolina, let's be honest, they're not winning their division. Uh, but, you know, be he'll, he's got a lot of room to to go in there, guns blazing, and just fire, fire it all, all around the field. And then Anthony Richardson, yeah, the Colts, they need to get him some help because they Jonathan Taylor's on his way out the door and they got some serious issues around the team. But Anthony Richardson has a chance to be that bright spot. So um, I, I'm expecting some some things out of him. Obviously, I don't want him to do too great because they're in the same division as Houston, but I I, I think Anthony Richardson is going to be pretty great. Um, but, yeah, moving on to things here. Uh, we're going to go a different route here in the sports world. So before we start, uh, I'm going to let Staten go in. I'm going to let him get into, you know, his side of things a little bit more. We are not, I repeat, we are not um, officially soccer aficionados <laughs> per se. Uh, but however, the Premier League started last week. It's Premier League season. So we kind of want to get into the standings on just early standings and where we see teams rank after a couple, uh, I think they're a game or two in. Uh, so, um, you know, go. let's just do a little fun segment here and predict what the Premier League is going to look like top five uh, by the end of the season in the spring and uh, where we see teams stacking up. I'll do mine first, you do yours, and then we'll tra- tra- transition into some NBA stuff. Sound good? Good <laughs> So, judging by the standings here, obviously, before the season even started, <clears throat> Man City's one of the one of the biggest favorites they got, uh, Holland, Holland. Uh, he's a great um, player for them, one of the best in the world right now, a soccer prodigy. Uh, but I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Man City. I'm gonna go Man United. I'm gonna go Arsenal number three, Chelsea number four, and you know I'm gonna go Newcastle number five. So I got Man City, I got Arsenal, I got Man United, I got Chelsea, and I got Newcastle number five. Those are my top five picks. Who do you got? Man, I pull it right now. Man, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, like Agra was saying earlier, man. Um, soccer ain't my force, you know, my 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 area of work. But no, um, obviously I knew <laughs> Chelsea. Uh, I know. No. Now, obviously, I knew Man City and Arsenal was going to be pretty good. Um, I thought Man United would be a little higher. I thought they'd be kind of like at number three coming into the season, but number seven. But just uh, – oh, yeah, man, man. I-, I was surprised about Chelsea a little bit. They kind of took a big drop-off. I know we're at the beginning of the season, the very beginning. But I was expecting them to be within um, top five at least. Um, probably taking over Man City. I didn't think Man City was going to be – top tier i mean i knew they were but i think they were gonna have a bit of a struggle this opening season before going in but no just getting right into it with my picks so for number five i probably have brentford brighton number three obviously newcastle i probably have number three um chelsea i think will probably make a jump they'll kind of get together later on the season so i have number two and I think Arsenal will probably jump back up to number one. Um, really like their class, really like the roster they got going on. And yeah. So we're definitely gonna check some uh, premier games out and go from there. Yeah, I think uh, 
<clears throat> excuse me, uh, soccer is definitely going to be something we get more into, especially as the Premier League um, continues to unfold a lot with these teams. It's going to be fun to watch. Definitely we'll be paying more close attention so we can give you guys some some more detail and in-depth recaps. Um, but yeah, those are some – that's a different a different five. I mean, Newcastle, honestly, they kind of surprised some people. They went off in their first game, so – uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how that develops, but yeah, I just wanted to just wanted to you know some slight slightly touch on uh, on the soccer yeah, scene. Slightly, slightly here and there. <laughs> uh, finally, here uh, our favorite one of our favorite subjects to talk about. Yeah, so transitioning into our next uh, sports segment, our favorite sports segment to talk about here. Uh, I'm gonna move over to the NBA. Um, big news out of the the end season tournament uh, side of things. They came out with the schedule for each conference. I got it. I got to admit, I'm not too, I'm not too excited for this end season tournament thing, but I, I, I wanted to hear your thoughts um, on what you think it means for the NBA and what do you think it means for the playoff standings overall? And I mean, what, what is your early reaction to the schedule? Um, it's it's nothing. It's useless. Um, there's no point. There's no bonuses to it. Um, I thought this. Okay, so before I even like figured out what was going on, I thought this was had to do with like we played the tournament, like the final like championship game at the uh, at All Star Weekend. Like All Star Weekend, we have you know, like the best player from each team because there's five brackets. You know what I mean? So whoever makes it, like I thought it was gonna be like that. But no, freaking um. So there's like five teams in each tournament, and then I guess like the teams like there's knockouts. Like you get knocked out. Well, the, the championship games isn't 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 each conference split up into three groups? So it's six total groups. It's, I think it's in two because that well, I no. it was it was in two, huh? No, no, no. I think I thought it was three groups of five, Western Conference, and then three right. groups of five, and the teams yeah, play each other. Right. But I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead, go ahead and continue because I'm just I'm a little confused. Basically, there's no point. Like, there's no point. Like, what I'm trying to get at here is like, what are they gaining? Because they basically said it's just an in-season tournament, and at the end of the day, you get, oh, thanks for playing. You know, when you win a free cookie award, versus like this has nothing to do with the championship um, in June slash July. Like, yeah, I guess my take is I'm just trying to figure out like what it means for the standings. I don't know. It's it's, it's a new avenue. Standings. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm a little it's, confused. I don't, I guess it, it's a lot of, you know where it, what it sounds like? It sounds like it's a big season for tiebreakers. And what this in-season tournament is going to do is kind of decide who was beaten who most and, and whatnot. And then when it comes down to the, the standings right before the playoffs start in the spring, it's going to, that's what's going to decide who is where. But then again, I could be wrong. I don't know. I, I don't have all the facts for the in-season tournament. I just, I saw the scheduling and how they're splitting up the groups. And I'm just, I just wanted to hear your thoughts. I'm, I'm just, it's interesting. It's a very interesting avenue that the NBA is exploring this season. You know, I, I guess they're trying to say like, okay, it's not fair that one team should be above my team. If, even though they might have a better record, we beat that team that we beat that team twice. So why should they be like, you know what I mean? Like the standings. So in the tournament, I thought it was just like ratings are down. People aren't watching the NBA. Let's give them something to watch because yeah. people aren't watching. They're not watching. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I have not watched the uh, all-star break 
for like the last like three or four years. Like I have not watched any of that stuff. I just looked on Breach Report, looked on Twitter. We won a dunk contest. The dunk contest has been horrible. Uh, I think they did they did switch up the uh, the format for the All Star game, which I thought was pretty good. Um, I thought that was actually like a pretty good thing that they did. Made more competitive, people more engaged. But I'm thinking they're trying to test that to see if they're going to implement this for the All Star break. That's what I thought they were going to do. But uh, we'll see. But it has nothing to do with anything. It's just. Yay, you won. Good job, Charlotte. You're not going to make the playoffs this year type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> you, won the, you won the NBA Cup. You can have that. <laughs> um, it's just like the freaking – I thought what else, something – this is a side note. Something else that's kind of stupid that they added was the MVP for the Eastern and the Western conferences. Like, you don't you don't get to go to a championship. But, like – like you don't like you know what I mean? Like the MVP is basically like, oh yeah, he was this good during the playoffs, so he he earns the MVP for the East, and this guy was good for the West, so he earns the MVP. But you lose the chance. like like all that stuff's stupid to me. Like I like defensive player of the year, coach of the year, um, and MVP, and then whoever wins the chip and finds MVP, that's it. But all that extra stuff out the door. Yeah, I just. I don't, I don't, I don't know. We're going to, we're going to know very early on here come October. Or I, actually, I think it starts November, you know, right as the holidays are kicking off. So. Yeah. It starts November 3rd, something like that. 14th or 15th. Oh, I think. 14th I or 15th. Remember. Oh, okay. Yeah. And goes all the way up till, till bo- the 23rd or something oh, like that. Okay. And then the championship is on the 17th or not the, uh, December 7th. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we're going to know very early on then, you know, what it means and, I'm sure we'll understand it more once it happens, but the scheduling for it and the brackets for it is definitely interesting. I mean, you're going to have some, some pretty good matchups, uh, you know, conference wise and, and things of that nature. So I'm um, very intrigued to see how it plays out for the playoffs. That's going to be the biggest, uh, I think, outcome to watch for. Um, That kind of does it for our sports side of things here. Let's go ahead and get into some pop culture stuff. Everybody's favorite part of our episode. So, um, Blue Beetle. I want to oh, get. Lord, I want to get. I want to. I want to get oh a little bit, more oh in depth, a little bit more in depth on Blue Beetle and your predictions for it. Now, it comes out this week, uh, the eighteenth. It's already eighty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes, my guy. Uh, so that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, what do you think it's gonna be like? Uh, I know you said Green Lantern and Blue uh, earlier, <laughs> more recently, but. Uh, you think it's going to be entertaining? Do you think it's going to be more funny? You think it's going to be more action packed? What do you think of the suit? What are your overall predictions for Blue for Blue uh, for Blue Beetle? Um, you know, going into it this weekend. My prediction for Blue Beetle, um, with it already being at like an eighty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, that tells me like it's not trash. Eighty four. Like it's definitely something you need to go check out. Like, it's not it. 84. Huh? 84, my bad. 84%. <laughs> no, my bad. Um, <laughs> not the no, my fault. No, you're good. I was just I'm just trying to I was just trying to sneak that in there. You're good. But oh, anyway, yeah, go yeah, you're good. <laughs> yeah, no. Um yeah, currently right now it's saying 84 on Ron Tomatoes. Uh IGN just gave it a seven out of ten, which is a pretty good solid, like their middle of the ground um rating. To me, um it could go one of two ways. Like I was saying last time, it's either Green Lantern and Blue. Or Shazam, and right now I'm thinking it's leaning more towards Shazam. Uh, fun, highlight hard story. 
it kind of sucks how the MC or the MCU, the DCEU is kind of getting rebooted. I don't know what the future holds for Blue Beetle if it does succeed at the box office, but yeah, I think it's a worth one. I think it's one to check out. You know, the movies kind of slow nowadays with the Starkers right or the writer strike. Starkers yeah. right, the writers strike, <laughs> and um, we're kind of in that middle ground of the season where it's kind of like we're not really going to get anything dropping till like Christmas time. Um, so I think if you want to go see something that's family friendly, if you're a big comic book fan, definitely go see it. If you're interested, you want to go check it out, you know, go see it. And yeah, I think it's gonna be a pretty solid movie. I my prediction is gonna probably be like a seven point five, um, okay. around that way. So yeah, definitely. So what, you, bro, what you think? Are you gonna go see it this weekend? Probably Saturday. Probably um, Saturday. Not do okay. anything Saturday or uh, Tuesday. Go check it out. Latest. Go check it out. Okay. Yeah. Me, uh, I kind of piggyback off of that. You know, I think it's going to be about an eight. I think it's going to be pretty good. It's going to be worth the watch. But, you know, it's one of those things that we just got to, you know, we got to see how the story develops. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm a huge Blue Beetle fan and I know much about his character or anything. But it'll be intriguing to watch and go see um, where things, I guess, kind of start in this new DCU universe or whatever you want to call it. But, um, yeah, very excited for that. Now, <laughs> obviously, I know... I will probably see it at some point. Not even going to lie. I, I will. I want to watch it. Uh, I just haven't had the time. How was the Barbie movie? How was the Barbie movie? <laughs> How was the Barbie movie? Oh, my God. You guys. No, <laughs> no man. Uh, serious note, man. The Barbie movie was really, really good. It was really solid. Definitely had a lot of messages, not just for women, but for guys, too. Um. I think Margot Robbie was great. The standout was Ryan Ryan Gosling, man. I didn't know he was going to be that good. Um, really? He, did, he had a yeah, good performance he was in a big it? Standout. Yeah, he was great for Florence. Him, um, I always butcher this individual's name. Sumu Lee Yu from um, Shang-Chi and a couple <laughs> of our works. He was very good as Ken, uh, the other Ken. There's multiple. Everybody's Ken and everybody's Barbie. There's not like specific names. So, right. right. Yeah, man. It, for any guy out there and you want to take your girl out, man, if your girl's been begging you to go see this movie and you're kind of on the fence, I recommend just go. You're going to really enjoy it. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, I thought Will Ferrell was pretty solid in the movie as well. Um, America Ferreira was there. She was also very good. Will Ferrell um, was in the movie? Oh, wow. Yeah, he played the the CEO of uh, Martell. Wow. The people that make, uh, you know, the, 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 the Barbie toys. Um, yeah. Yeah, he was doing. His, he wasn't in it a lot. Uh, he wasn't in it a lot, but when he was, he was pretty funny, pretty solid. Um, Easter Ray, Dua Lipa, uh, Kate McKinnon, man, there's a bunch of people. So, stat cast, very lighthearted, very fun musicals, um, and an overall message and theme, man, for everybody. So it's definitely dope. Well, that's awesome. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited to see it. I just haven't had the time to hit the theaters uh, these past couple weeks. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, lo- it looks like it was a pretty cool movie. No, no, it looks yeah. like it was it was well thought out. So that's awesome. Me um, and my bro. Sorry, no, my fault. I hate to cut you off. No, we uh, actually went and tried to check out Oppenheimer, and yeah. it definitely was a it was it was a very solid movie. Um, really? Yeah. No, it, it was basically explaining how how the bomb you know how oppenheimer basically made the bomb how he had to the man was walking around like nick fury man he was recruiting all these dudes like, like nick fury recruited the avengers man he <laughs> was getting the bomb put together 
And as soon as that bad boy dropped, man, they put him on trial. Um, wow. No, it was I, it was definitely one of Christopher Nolan. Not Christopher Nolan's better works. I think The Dark Knight was definitely his best. Uh, Prestige is really good, too. But, man, it's definitely one to check out. Is it going to be memorable down the road? Not really. But I think it was pretty solid, nonetheless. So really um okay i give like a seven and a half you know it was pretty solid great acting i was gonna say they had they had almost an all-star cast as well didn't they Man, they had a lot of guys up in there yeah well that's cool uh, killian murphy uh rob Downey jr matt damon josh peck was in it yeah josh peck yeah that's cool man that is awesome yeah oppenheimer i know i need to definitely check that out as well um if if you want man if you want (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it looks it looks like it's a very very thought out movie i've I've been intrigued uh, since it came out to uh, to check it out as well. I will definitely be tuning in. Uh, but that's like cool. Dunkirk, but a little less action. Really? Like a little more like like it really is a lot more dialogue and just learning about who Oppenheimer was as a person, like his life leading up to that moment. Yeah. Wow. Well, that that'll be very very cool to see how it at least you know panned out with everything. I know it's it's definitely a um true story type of movie right uh, but yeah it, it'll it'll be very very cool to to see that how that story unfolded um transition it's cool here it's a cool oh, go jumping one more, one more time no, yeah go cool ahead hey go time. ahead man go ahead to anybody <laughs> out there man please i know barbie's out i know oppenheimer's out please go see mission impossible man they're about to lose a hundred million dollars because no one's going to see this movie man i need really yeah no i just saw a report the other day they're about to lose a hundred million dollars them i forgot the other movie that i think i don't think it was oppenheimer it was a different movie that was coming out that they're not gonna make their money back um they're gonna lose a hundred million and i think it's just because it fell down like a bad kind of space and there was marketing but i don't think it was enough marketing for people to be like oh man i gotta go check that out and it's not that they didn't have a star-studded cast it's just that this was definitely not one of their bigger mission possibles i think um Oh man, uh, Ghost Protocol was definitely one of the bigger ones. Uh, Henry Cavill, Angela Bassett, you know, Vin Rhymes, and um, yeah, Sean Penn. All those guys, you know, I me mean? right? Yeah, no, I think that'll be that's crazy if that happens. I didn't know that they were struggling that much at the box office, they're just trying to recoup yeah. their money or break even. They're trying to break even, man. Like, uh, just Barbie, Barbie and Oppenheimer kind of messed it all up. You know, they came out what two weeks after that, so. They're trying to get that money right back. Wow. Yeah. Well, hopefully they can. Uh, Mission Possible, I will second. That was a very good movie as well. Um, oh, yeah, we actually awesome. saw that together, you and I. So that was a great movie. Oh, yeah. Um, Cry twice. <laughs> big <laughs> Haley Atwell fan. Big, big fan. fan. Huge fan. Big <laughs> fan. Big fan. She's a great actor. <laughs> nah, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, her, Tom Cruise, uh, the whole cast were awesome. Um it was really cool. It was cool to see Palm Kelamento. I'm not, I'm not sure I'm saying her last name right, but um, the the lady from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy who plays uh, Mantis, she was awesome in the movie as well. Um, Actor so, is a huge Mantis fan. Has a poster on his wall. Right whatever. <laughs> no, I'm a huge Guardians of the Galaxy fan, though. And sad yeah, no, no, Part 3 good. came out this year. You know, very sad that that story, I guess, for the time being, we will not conti- get to see it continued. Um, but yeah, no. I Star-Lord will be back. Yeah, <laughs> so that be... Star Lord return. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, but overall, Man. it was a great movie. 
Yeah, both those movies. Yeah, even even Guardians. <laughs> yeah, Guardians were good. No, I'm, I'm sorry, man. This is cool. I jump in again because speaking yeah. of that, man, I got. Did you ever catch up on Secret Invasion? I did not finish it. Did you like? I did oh see the god. end. Of it. Did you like it? Oh my god! It was like. <sighs> I don't know what's going on with Marvel. I don't know if it's just a writer's strike or what, but man, a lot of their projects have not like hit. They have not been good. Um, it's kind of like you're getting interest, and all of a sudden, like they're they're messing up a lot of MCU, like with their future product projects. Like they write it one way, and then they try to do this whole flip to like, um, like this. I guess this. Uh, I don't know this. Uh, sus- not suspense. What I'm trying to think of, like. Oh, uh, shock the audience or whatever. What I'm trying to think of, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Where it's like plot twist, plot twist, like plot twist the audience, like, oh, that happened, you know what I mean? And it's like, that was stupid because that doesn't make sense because this, it's like too convoluted. And then the finale was just stupid, basic MCU stuff. Like it was, it didn't, yeah, man, I don't know. Secret Invasions was really bad, man. I gave it like a four. Really, Four even even that fight scene at the end, huh? It, it just yeah, it's cool to see the scrolls. Don't get me wrong, but like the show is trying to set it up like this espionage kind of thing. I'm like, okay, that's different. That's cool, you know what I mean? But then mm-hmm. it just got back into that whole MCU big superhero monster stuff. I want it to be like more low key radar stuff. You know, I wish they would have brought in uh, Anthony Mackie. Uh, you know, uh, Captain America. Um. I wish you probably would have brought in like Bucky here and there. Like I think I need more players in this show. Like it was cool seeing Rhodey back. It was cool seeing a couple of people back. But I think they should have led to Secret Invasion or not Secret Invasion, Secret Wars, or into the Thunderbolts uh, movie that's coming out. That yeah, pretty cool. But yeah, man, Marvel said like pick it up because I'm I've been very disappointed for the last couple of movies and projects. Yeah, I, I heard there was a lot of pushback with Secret Invasion, but. Uh, I definitely need to finish that. I think I got to episode three, um, truthfully. So I, I I do need to finish that. But yeah, it's unfortunate to hear. I hope I hope you know things get better. And obviously, you got Loki uh, season two coming out. That I'm gonna check that out. That, that I'm excited awesome. for. I was uh, mm-hmm. I, I really liked the first season of Loki. Um, and then you got the Marvels after that. That'll be that'll be a big one to see how that does at the box office. Did you ever um, finish uh, Miss Marvel? I did not. Did you? Uh, I think I only got two two episodes left. I like how people just like the side note with touching on that real quick. Miss Marvel's pretty solid show. If you just want to check it out, um, pretty lighthearted. Um, it's something that's different. It's still trying to catch its footing. Uh, the girl that plays Kamal Khan, she, I thought she was pretty cool. Um, great actress. But it is definitely a lighthearted show. If you really want to check it out, I recommend it. And I would say you don't have to watch this show to see the Marvels. I think you just have to watch WandaVision and Captain Marvel are the only two shows you have to watch. Just so you understand, like, why does... I forgot. Is it Jessica Rambo? Jessica Rambo, why she has, like, powers and stuff like that. So you'll understand what's going on with that. And Captain Marvel, like who she and why she doing what, that's kind of like the only reason. But yeah, uh, definitely a solid show. And uh, yeah, Marvel's is going to definitely be an interesting movie that comes out later this year. I'll call folks back real quick. Nah, um, 
to correct myself, I don't mean Jessica. I mean Monica Rambo. I get all these names mixed <laughs> up, man. No, that's my fault. But no, Monica Rambo. Um, so yeah, just check out WandaVision. Check out Captain Marvel. If you want to check out Miss Marvel, I definitely recommend it. It's a pretty cool show. And yeah, uh, the Marvels are going to be pretty interesting project. Interesting movie we're going to see later this year. So yeah, any opinions? Any movies? Anything that's on your thoughts? That's pretty much it. My man, I must say I'm looking I mean I'm I'm looking forward to Loki. I think the Marvels will be pretty good, better than most people think. Um, you know, for the general Marvel uh Marvel fan that wants to go and see what's going to happen next in the storyline as we transition into this next year. Yeah, I'll probably go and see the Marvels. So, I'm uh, very excited about that. Uh one last thing here in the pop culture side of things before we uh close things out. I did, I do want to go and talk about a little bit of music here. Um, one of the most hyped albums over the last two years, year or two, um, outside of his Astral World, uh, before that, what were your initial thoughts, thoughts now on Utopia, and where do you rank it on a scale of one to ten? Go. Man, I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, your boy wasn't gonna hop in Utopia, man. I was not ready to buy that ticket. I wasn't ready to hit that trip. I wasn't ready to just ascend into Utopia before him, I'm not gonna lie. It it was no, it wasn't like a Ram album. I know people have been talking about it for a good, like a good minute, but I really I really wasn't gonna listen to the album. And as soon as I sat down, I I heard Fiend uh with the Playboy. And I was like, man, that's that's dope. You know, what the album was on. It's like, oh man, it's on Utopia. So I went and checked it out. I was like, wow, it was pretty solid. It was a pretty solid album, um, after listening to it. Is it the best album? No. I still think Astro is one of his best albums right now. It doesn't top that. Um, it definitely got some bops on there. But I can tell Travis, it was like, here, here's an album, bro. Like, like, dang, bro, you keep asking for an album. Here's an album kind of thing. It wasn't like I really was trying to put something together that, you know, y'all been begging for. I really want to put my heart into it. And that's just because we're gonna people are gonna eat up what Travis puts out, man. You hear he's going to be back in Houston for another concert. Uh I don't know when. Is it later this year, November? Uh or... yeah, he he's I th- I don't know if he's doing another Astral World or what he's doing, but that'll Yeah. That'll be interesting to see how that develops. Um man, I'm buying them tickets as soon as they touch down, as soon as as soon as it goes up. I'm a, I'm really see what happens. You know what I mean? I'm really see nah man, but uh I thought Utopia was pretty solid. Definitely got some replays on there. Um, I rank it like about six and a half, seven. Like it's there. Um, not his best work. So yeah. Uh, what you what what you think about Utopia? Were you were you invested? Initially, it wasn't it wasn't high on my board of albums that I liked day one. <laughs> uh, believe it or not, I'm a I'm a Travis Scott fan, but I haven't listened to him as much over the course of this year. Uh, <laughs> but I. I do think Astroworld is better. However, Utopia has grown on me, and I've listened to it more over these last couple of weeks. And on a scale of one to ten, I'll give it a seven point five. I'll I'll get it. Dang. I'll get it over five hundred on that mark. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> Being too friendly. Seven point five. <laughs> nah, that sounds, that sounds pretty genuine. Generous. That sounds pretty legit. But yeah. Yeah. Um. Post Malone's album was good. It was definitely a change in his style a little bit. Um, not too much different than what we've heard before, but it was more, you know, it, it was a little bit of more of a less uh, 
vibe of hip hop, more of acoustics and things like that. So it was a good yeah, album. Man, I, he, it was different. Trap, or post 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 posty thinks he can sing, man. He got that little Canes deal. He think he can <laughs> sing a little bit, nah. Yeah, that, that was that was a good album. I liked it. Um, but we'll we'll definitely stay tuned for some new music coming out. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, no. Anything no, else you want to add on, on that? Oh no, no, I was just touching on Post Malone's album, man. It was pretty solid. Um, definitely trying to be more like acoustic, trying to pull away from some of his earlier works. Um, definitely trying to show off a little more his singing skills. Uh, I was going to say The Weeknd, but not even The Weeknd. You know what I mean? Like trying to be like a singer, but he. Uh, I would say that no, he's he's definitely trying to change up a little bit, switch it up a little bit. But no, I like this pretty solid album. I need to go back and re-listen to it a little more, so I have more of a deeper opinion. Because you know, I kind of took, just took us a little flash, a little uh, quick little flash through, just uh, a couple songs, a couple songs calling to me, some didn't. But uh, I need to check it out again and kind of get more of a deeper opinion. But no, I thought it was all right, pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, I would agree as well. Um, you know, kind of, kind of a different, uh, you know, side of post that we haven't heard as much as we have now but yeah it's a great album i liked it a lot i'm um, looking forward to you know more music from both those artists as well as many more and we're definitely gonna do some more review views as we got some music coming out here over the course of this next month as well so uh, very excited about that hopefully drake drops his album soon for all the dogs is that what it's called or is it for the dogs what, what's the name of it i think it's all this thing is for the dog yeah for we did the first one <laughs> for the dogs uh, i think yeah all the dogs yeah that dogs out. <laughs> well that'll be pretty good as well uh but you know just want to i guess that'll kind of do it for our episode here anything you want to add as we close things out no man like i said i just want to reiterate man i appreciate everybody you know check us out whatnot um sorry sorry again for uh just being absent um last recording but now i'm back we're back full time we're going to take care of some business kind of get our opinions out there Man, if you guys have anything we want to talk about, man, you can just hit us up. If you do, guys feel free to hit us up. Um, we're definitely deep individuals. Like to kind of give our two cents about all kinds of things, whether it's travel, where it's pop culture, sports, whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? But you know, we're all around here. But yeah, appreciate you guys for listening. Yeah. Um. Big thank you to everyone for listening. Uh, big thank you to Joseph again for being on with us uh, last thank episode. You, <laughs> uh again you know we got lots of stuff coming stay tuned for our uh you know updates and social media posts as well on instagram and twitter at the city boys pod um but just want to say thank you guys for all the support and for continuing to listen it truly truly does mean a lot and you know we wouldn't we wouldn't be here without you guys so excited for what's to come and i know i mentioned one last thing i want to close out with i know i mentioned the thirsty thursday things it will happen we are getting it in the works uh hopefully our first one uh set in stone for next week next thursday uh so look forward to that stay tuned um whether we do it virtual or in person there will be a thirsty thursday uh, for the month there of august will, will someone's happen. going to get tweaked <laughs> someone's gonna hit their limit <laughs> so we're gonna do that we're gonna have a good time do some drink reviews and you know give our give our little our little rates on you know what we're drinking <laughs> but thank you guys again for listening and uh yeah we'll see you guys next time see you